Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Ladies and gentlemen, Live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. So let it be written. So let it be done. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Pull up some dust and sit down. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sports Byline Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Yeah, the guy was correcting that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 plus years now. In the making, often imitated but never duplicated. We're talking boxing and MMA for the... <laughs> For the next hour, and I'm laughing because Joe Joyce is a heavyweight contender allegedly out of England, and I am uh, a senior citizen. I'm thinking about coming back to fight Joe Joyce. That's how sloppy he was last week. In fact, of all the heavyweights I've had to talk about in the last 20 years, he's probably the sorriest, I kid you not. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Pauli Malinaji having his issues with uh, his broadcasting career. We'll talk with the Ph.D. of boxing, Socrates Palmer. We'll weigh in. He'll weigh in on that. Of course, we've got Earl Spence and Danny Garcia going to do it on pay-per-view. Good luck on that one. Leo Santa Cruz, of course, going to tank on Tank Davis. Big fight for big, big, big fight for both guys. But Leo Santa Cruz, I said to myself, why would he fight Anthony? Uh, why would he fight uh, Tank Davis? at 135 pounds, and he didn't. He's going to make Tank Davis come back to 130 pounds, so that, I guess, makes it a fight, the fight to the weight. We'll see how uh, interested Gervonta Davis is in getting in shape for that one because 130 pounds is going to be a lot. He's been getting to 35. Now he's got to get to 30. Big, big difference, like cutting off an arm. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide open phone lines around the planet. Real quick, 1-800-878-7529. Of course, he... Studio text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. We are live on Twitch.tv. I'll show some Ali fights through the broadcast straight up. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you didn't know it, shame on you. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Between jobs, retiring, or just need health or life insurance, please visit myhealth-quotes.com or call 833-687-5261. Before you try to get a quote online, call us. We will provide you with the information most sites will not. We teach you exactly what life or health insurance plan you qualify for, how to use your plan, and maximize your benefits. We provide you with the information to make a knowledge-based decision to ensure selecting the right plan. Myhealth-quotes.com to schedule an appointment. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If you give me enough money, I'll find my own mother. Interesting voice to come back there with, of course, Paul Malinaji, one-time U.S. Golden Glove champion out of Brooklyn, New York, a hot amateur, had great, great hands. I mean, fast hands, but brittle hands. Of course, they, they didn't produce too many knockouts as a professional, but he went about as far as you can go, as far as a guy that couldn't punch is concerned. Straight up, he's been great behind the mic, but he's taking some heat. So to figure out where this is going, I take it to the uh, East Coast. Of course, talk about the Bronx and the Bronx bomber himself, Mr. Socrates Palmer. Sock, is Polly in trouble? What's going on? Hey, Pedro, how's it going? Um, you know, uh, Pauly, um unfortunately became a victim of the environment in which we live in right now at the moment. Um, sometimes it's best to keep personal feelings just that, personal. Um, now, 
from what Showtime is using as their example of what they're saying that it was an interview that he did on the podcast, according to the transcripts, he didn't say anything out of the ordinary, you know, and I understand that these companies are, are run by lawyers, these big corporations, uh, Viacom, and they, whenever they even smell anything that could be controversial, they remove themselves from it. And maybe well, they well, want well, to be well, consistent. Well, well, I, I hate to cut you off here, but I'm going to, I want to uh-huh. go straight. What actually did he say? What, what were the okay. words that, that got him in trouble? That's what I want to know. Because apparently it started off with he was parrying off a quote that was attributed to Devin Haney in which he said he would never let and that he would never lose to a white boy. Right. And, you know, that actually has been echoed many a times in many gyms throughout the <laughs> throughout the United States, I'm sure. And uh, before him, Bernard Hopkins said that about Joe Calzaghe and Joe Calzaghe smacked him up. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. You got to watch who you say it about, you know, and, you know, Paulie said that I'm sure he wasn't talking about uh, Lomachenko. Haney had been at the time uh, mentioned in a fight against Luke Campbell. And, you know, youth sometimes produces 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 the offspring of ignorance. And Devin Haney said that Paulie said that boxing throughout the eras, certain uh Races have dominated. Back in the beginning of the 19th century, it was uh, you had Irish and Jews, and yep. then you, the Italians, and then in the 70s, in the 60s, 70s, you started seeing the emergence of the black athlete. And Paulie said that the black athlete in boxing is not the alpha male anymore; that it's more the Eastern European. And you know what? It's that's all subjective. But you can also say you can also say, hey, he's damn right. You know, right now some of the top dogs are from the former Soviet Union, Lomachenko and uh, uh, Golovkin and uh, uh, Usyk. Those Klitschko. guys, right? And you know, the longest reigning champion that we've had for a long time. So, you know, objectively speaking, I see where he's going. You know, now Showtime they're trying to say it was that. Personally, I know Paulie for a long time. You know, Paulie has, me and him, we've always been friends. Uh, I know him since the amateurs. And Paulie, the only thing faster than his hands is his mouth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, he probably says things off the cuff. I know that he tends to side with uh, the current president on certain situa- on certain issues. Now, they can't just flat out can him for his political views, but social media is that glass window in which we live in and if you post if you post something up someone will see it you know and i know he's had a podcast himself in the in in the past and everyone is monitoring everything well if now now, time out now that you've told me he's a kobe (laughs) covington of boxing uh i i have no i I don't feel sorry for him at at all hey paulie hey bro the unemployment line's a long one right now. Straight up, no, I, mean, I hate to throw, throw, throw. Um, but but here's the thing. Let me play devil's advocate. He didn't say anything on the Showtime airwaves, you know. And just because you know you, you, you side a political party or you, you know you have your views, 
you know, where is that against the Constitution? You know what? You know, so but but when time out, but when you've got a guy that's out there telling you, I just heard it on the news, that the suburbs are going to burn down, that black people and brown people are going to move to the suburbs. That's what the president just said on the news here. And the producers kicking back in the chair going, oh, no, here he goes. But the bottom line is the president just said that on the news five minutes ago, that the the Biden's going to turn the suburbs into all these black communities and these brown communities, these white people who are going to have nowhere to go. I mean, it, you know what? If he wants to side with that, if Polly wants to side with that, you know, let Polly be unemployed. Sorry. I mean, you know, it's what can I say? No, we'll just, leave, right. we'll just leave. But, but, but what about the precedents that it's setting, though? You know, in in general, that you know, you just gotta watch your p's and q's. You you gotta follow certain lines. Right. Now, Viacom, maybe they just want to be consistent Bro. because they just canned Nick Cannon a couple of weeks ago yeah. for for saying some pro NOI Nation of Islam stuff and yeah. going against a certain community that. <laughs> that is, hey, untouchable, you know, the ones that, you know, they use Saturday as a Sabbath day. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. I call it the Arsenio Hall rule. When Arsenio mm. <laughs> Hall crossed that line, he had Farrakhan on the show. He was like off the air like a month later. Um, anyway, we'll switch gears just for a second. Um, one of my heroes. And he's my hero now. He never really was a hero of mine when he was boxing because I saw him get punked out by Michael Nunn. Did I ever tell you the Michael Nunn, Mike Tyson story? Talk to me, brother. All right, so check this out. We're in the, we're in the jacuzzi at the Olympic training camp in 1984. God, I'm dating myself. So we're in the jacuzzi, and the jacuzzi's like built like, it's built like, it, it, it's like a swimming pool. It's like a big, long teardrop. It's like teardrop shape, but it's like bigger than two rooms. It's like you can... You got to get up and walk 15 or 20 feet to the other side, things like that. So it's like a swimming pool, but it's a jacuzzi, the hot hot, hot tub. So everybody's sitting in the jacuzzi. Purnell's there. Um, Mike's there. Michael Nunn was there. Uh, a couple other guys were, you know, a couple nondescript guys were there. And I was there, and I'm saying to myself, man, you know, I'm looking around saying, well, you know what? I'm the only brown guy here besides Virgil Hill. I mean, everybody else is black. It's just me. So I'm saying, oh, okay, I can roll with this. So I'm, these guys are going back and forth. They're talking smack. And Mike Tyson said something like, you know, the, you know they were capping on each other. Like, you, you, you know, uh, you're, you're this, you're that. And then Mike Tyson said something like, I knew your mama when she was hoeing. And he said that to Michael Nunn. And Michael, <laughs> Michael, Nunn, Michael Nunn got up out in the pool. The pool's about three foot in, as, as far as the water was concerned. He got up in the pool. He got up. He stood across, he went, walked across the pool and said, Mother Ducker, get your out right now. Let's go. Blah, 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 oh. blah. So Mike didn't move. Mike froze. So when Mike froze on Michael Nunn, I said to myself, you know, maybe he ain't the bravest guy in the world. And as it turns out, when he sort of did get his um, comeuppance against Buster Douglas, you know, although he was brave in some of those fights afterwards, he was nothing but a bully. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, obviously I wasn't there, but I think Mike was probably shocked that he came up. I mean, but Mike is a Brooklyn dude, and, and guys from Brooklyn tend to, you know, say stuff kind of grimy. Okay, um, and, and, and this is what I'm leading up to because I love him okay. for this, okay? Because I had to smack somebody a couple of weeks ago. I'll, maybe I'll get into that a little bit later. Social media, quote Mike Tyson. Social media made it made y'all too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. God, that's the truth. 
there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there. Yes, I mean yes, that is that is the absolute truth, man. It doesn't get much realer than that. I and mean, because I, I I don't know if I, I all right. I'll be honest. I was in a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and I asked this guy. I said, you know, your daughter probably doesn't have a mask on. It'd probably be safer if she had a mask on. Anyway, he came at me three times. The last time he came at me, he went to sleep almost. May he rest um, on the floor of that restaurant. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super My mother told me one time, son, it's not bragging when you're telling the truth. We were going out to meet some news media after a fight one time. And I said to myself, man, that's, that sounds like a great line, right? Well, she stole that from Muhammad Ali. My mother was a plagiarist. I kid you not. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Uh, Sock, she was. I mean, I thought that was her original line. I kid you not. And as I find out later, I mean, I didn't find out till the Internet days that it was Ali's line. She stole it from him. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I, I, I've heard it a few times. Joe Namath kind of said something about similar to that. Uh, it's not bragging if you're good, you know. So. All right, Leo Santa Cruz is going to fight Tank Davis at 130 pounds. That changes the complexion of the entire fight. I mean, Gervonta Davis at 135, he would be a decided favorite. Now it's going to be Gervonta Davis versus the scale. What do you think? Well, it's interesting. I can see. I mean, would I be shocked if Tank Davis, a uh, couple of weeks before the fight, he's probably 140 pounds and says, you know what, I'm not going to kill myself. I'll give up the belt and whatever couple of dollars in the fight goes through. You know, I, I, 130 pounds, I don't know how much longer Tank could hold that, you know. And, and you, you've called it before, you know, he, he has a real big puffy face, um, meaning that he's not really putting in the work to lose the weight properly. He's doing it crashing, crash dieting and in the sauna. And maybe that makes the fight a little bit more competitive than, than when I first saw it signed, you know, because mm-hmm. just talent and power. I think Tank Davis runs through him, you know, but if he's fighting the scale, I think Leo's got a, got a chance to maybe steal something or at least be competitive. Baltimore's Davis, 23 and zip, 22 wax. Of course, the current WB, 135-pound title holder. Cruz, Leo Santa Cruz, 37-1-1, 19 kills. Both these guys are Al Heyman's guys. And, you know, I still say it's a dangerous fight. I mean, there's nobody I know except for the 130-pound factor that thinks this is a good fight for Leo Santa Cruz. Nobody. No, neither do I. I mean, just it's, you know, as as has been said before, Boxing, there's levels to this. And, and Tank Davis, inside the ring, is a special type of fighter. Outside the ring, he's probably his biggest enemy. And Leo Santa Cruz is the opposite. He's a guy that you've never heard anything other than family and boxing. Family and boxing. And, and you know, it's... That's boring. He has made... Right. He, yeah, he's right. He's boring, but he gets the job done. You know, he's, you know he throws a lot of punches. Um, I remember... Um, your good buddy, the legendary Don Chargan, called him uh, one of the best body punches in sport at one point, and he compared him to Ruben Olivares, um, that Ooh. type of workman-like fighter, you know. But 
at the end of the day, I think Tank Davis is just a special talent, and he probably will smoke Leo Santa Cruz. You know, the Mexicans are going to get mad, man, but I never thought much of Ruben Oliveras at all. I'm sorry. I just never did. Ouch. I thought he was a catcher. And another guy, and he's getting a lot of attention lately, and I think it's great that he's out in the public eye because when I tried to interview him about 15 years ago, he told me he went to bed at 730 at night. I said, why? Do you got to get up to go to work in the morning? He said, no, I just go to bed at 730. I'm talking about Danny Lillared Lopez. Now, I'm not taking away from their accomplishments. I'm just saying, is this two of those guys I look at like Juan Koji, Loretto Garza? I look at them and I scratch my head and say, how the hell did they get where they got? They didn't have that talent. Sometimes it's just work ethic and being at the right place at the right time. You know, um, like we spoke about Paulie. Paulie, a lot of guys in New York in that era were, had a lot more talent than him, but he got the most out of out of his talent. You know, brittle hands, and he, he sometimes you just outwork people, and you're at the right place at the right time. Yeah, but it didn't help being Italian coming from Brooklyn either. I mean, but here, but that being the point, he never became mm-hmm. a major draw. No, but he was against two of the biggest names of, of the era. I mean, Cotto. Miguel Cotto, Cotto, and Ricky Hatton. You know, and, and he made some good paydays. You know, uh, Danny Garcia late in his career. Danny Garcia, um, Adrian Broner, um, who else? Uh, Amir Khan, Amir Khan. Amir Khan in his prime. Amir Khan was smacking fire out of Paulie's uh, hair that night. You know, but <laughs> Paulie he fought the best of that era. You know, of the of that era, and he made some really good paydays. And he turned himself into maybe the best uh, color commentator in the sport. And now it's, you know, let's see who's going to touch him after this. Good point. Now, Amir Khan, do you spell that A-M-I-R-K-H-A-N or A-M-E-R-E-C-O-N? Which one is it in 2020? In 2020, it's C-A-N. Can I get another big payday? You know, Amir at one point was a very talented dude. Just, you know, his chin, which is a big part, which is a big, a a big ingredient to being a great fighter is being able to, you know, have resistance in punches. But Amir Khan was a really good fighter. I mean, excellent amateur, as we know, Uh, sick hand speed. But, you know, he uh, probably didn't um, meet the expectations as as a pro, as we probably thought. Maybe he kind of re- it reminds me of like Mark Breland a little bit. Ooh, 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 ooh. You, you know, I was, I remember in 84, and speaking of, we were talking about Colorado Springs a little earlier. Breland was in the ring sparring, and I'm begging people to give me, I go, can I get some rounds with Mark? No, no. And I guess, no. And, you know, but he was so much bigger than me and taller and had that range and this kind of stuff. But I just felt I could get under that jab. And that, anyway, it never happened. Earl Spence and Danny Garcia talking about a pay per view clash. Looks like these guys are going to hook it up. Um, should I be excited about this, about spending my pay-per-view money on these two guys? Uh, considering the climate that, you know, we're clamoring for competitive fights, I mean, yes. I say yes. I, you know, I, it's, it's the uh, unexpected. What, what are we going to see of Errol Spence? What is left of Errol Spence? Is Errol Spence still a great talent? Is, is he still the one or two best 147-pound fighters in the world? And Danny's a good test. You know, Danny, uh, they're both under the PBC banner. Listen, it's a, listen, it's I, listen here's what's matchup. up. I, I think that, I think that, 
I'm hoping that, that maybe Danny Garcia can't make it because I've got Scott Cuddy training in the other room on Marlboros, okay? I've got him <laughs> training on Marlboros because I think he's got a shot against Earl Spence. Anybody's got a shot against Earl Spence. I think the Danny Garcia fight's a smart move for Spence. Garcia's not a big puncher, and he doesn't throw a 1,000 punches either. I mean, he's so selective in the punches he throws. That's what sort of makes... Danny Danny and that's why I think that Danny won't be considered ever a superstar because he never really he, he when he stepped up to the line he never stepped over it in order to try to attain greatness in other words I was beating guys but I wanted to beat guys in decisive manners you know what I'm saying so I ugh, I would gamble and go for it I think you're spot on it, something happened to Danny Garcia after the Lucas Matisse fight that he went in as an underdog I mean Matisse at the time was starching dudes Monster. and a lot of people picked him yeah a lot of and he took it to matisse um and beat him soundly dropped him you know and after that i don't know it, it may danny just became maybe a businessman i i, I know he lives comfortably in uh, the suburbs of philadelphia and maybe that hunger was quenched that thirst was quenched you know mm-hmm. um best thing about danny garcia is his daddy's mouth mm. Yes, Angel, one of the best, <laughs> one of the best hype men of all time. Him and Stoney. Imagine, imagine, oh, imagine oh, a fight with, oh, imagine hey. a fight with those two guys in opposite corners, huh? I, I know Cutman's going to get that Stoney tape ready as we get we, we roll out Wait. here as we roll out of the commercial break. But yes, Norman Stone. Oh man, you know I was doing I was doing uh, the broadcast when he went went berserk. I was doing the broadcast. Larry was doing the domestic feed. I was doing the international feed for Don King Productions with the Colonel Bob Sheridan. And I I was just like, how can I put it? You know. It's just one of those moments in time where you look back and you say to yourself, I was there. This wasn't cool. Um, hmm, you know, boxing is what it is. Right now, though, UFC seems to be out doing boxing as far as the events are concerned. They're making money. They're putting events on in Dubai. They're putting events on tonight in Vegas. Um, I hate to give Dana White credit, but he deserves some, huh? Yeah. You know, um, now, you know, like I said last week, Boxing has kind of dropped the ball. They had the spotlight for it, you know, to, to be the only show in town. Maybe see at least one elite fighter against uh, another, but, you know, it just didn't happen. And, and credit to UFC. I mean, they put out their st- the biggest stars. Usman has fought during this quarantine uh, against the um, the BMF, uh, a master doll. Uh, credit to Dana. Now, are those guys seeing the, the, the purses as they should be, in your opinion? Pete? Hello? Hey, hey. Hey. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I hit a wrong button there. <laughs> How can I say? We will hey, play hey, the hey. Norman we'll play the Norman Stone tape next week. But so, so Socrates, is there fights on TV tonight? <laughs> Uh, Showtime, uh, minus uh, the Magic Man, um, but their main event was scrapped. Uh, one of the fighters uh, con- contacting COVID. Um. So is the insecure, most insecure man in the world, Al Bernstein, back? Is he going to be on the broadcast? I believe so, yes. I think he's going to be joined by Abner Mahrez. Yeah, I wish him the best as far as his health is concerned, but he's still a dweeb. 
Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> soccer. No, sock, it just is. I told you about that time when he called the promoter and said, hey, man, I smell marijuana come from Pedro's room. I kid you not. Oh, so he's a rat. Oh, yeah, he's uh, a rat. He's a, because, uh, hey, because we were in a bar, and I walked, there were three chicks in the bar, and they were interested in me. I went to my room and left Al with them, and Al couldn't do anything. That's basically what it boiled down to. Socrates Palmer uh, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. 426-2301. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Starting it off. Right there, rock him. Send to go. Fight. Domi and Guido. Oh, Guido's pace is relentless. 
Frankie Edgar was able to recover from that at all. And he's got Mayers. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let these guys blow a little bit. This is East Bay Soul. My brother Greg Adams, of course, Westmore High School, baby. They offered him the Joliet School of Music there in New York City. He said, no, I'm joining Tower of Power at 17. Of course, the rest of history. East Bay Soul. They've got two albums out. Check them out. EastBaySoul.com. The Tower of Power sound. He was the, the man that put the horns together the first time. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA, of course. The USC rock and rolling last week coming to us from Dubai. And going to say, in the main event, went five rounds. Robert Whitaker, the former champion, of course, the guy from Australia, defeated Darren Till. Unanimous not across the board, 48-47, 48-47. In other words, three rounds of two as far as all three judges were concerned. Uh, Mauricio Shogun Rua, I can't believe this still guy's fighting. Um, he had a fight one time where I had to turn my face away from the octagon. It was live, I believe, in, Los, in, in San Jose, California. And he, I had to turn my face away. He was taking such a horrific beating. <clears throat> and that was like <clears throat> 10 years ago. And he's still fighting. But he beat one of the Nog brothers, Antonio Ruggiero, Nagario, Nagario, with a split decision, 29-28, I meaning 2-1 as far as the three rounds were concerned. As far as the judges, two rounds went one way, and then two rounds went twice the other way. That's how you win a split decision, two out of three. Fabrice Vadun, the former world heavyweight champion, beat Alexander Gustafsson, the former light heavyweight challenger, moving up to heavyweight, a guy from Oslo, Norway, or Sweden, uh, Gustafsson. <clears throat> Gustafson making his heavyweight debut, not a successful one. It lasted about 2 minutes and 30 seconds, an armbar in the very first round. Carlos Barza beat Marina Rodriguez, split decision. What can I say? I didn't think too much of the fight. As far as the rest of the card was concerned, <clears throat> this guy by the name of um, Kosmat Chimioff is supposedly uh, a bad dude, but they have no bio on him here as far as the... Uh, the Wikipedia page of UFC is concerned, and he defeated Rias McGee with a TKO three minutes and nine seconds in the first round. Outside of that, not a whole lot of excitement on the rest of that card. Of course, that was their last card. And what did they do? One, two, three, four from Dubai. Of course, now they're back in Las Vegas, Nevada tonight from the USC Apex Center, of course, in Sin City, Las Vegas. The main event, um, not a lot, nothing, a bunch of no names. I mean, because that's basically what it boils down to. But they're giving you product, something boxing's not doing. Boxing's failing, man. Boxing's just, I mean, boxing, yeah, they're giving us product, but, you know, you're giving 101 fights and stuff like that. I don't want to go into how many 101 fights have been in the last couple of weeks on TV as far as, Boxing was concerned. I mean, guys that are world champions taking on 101 underdogs? That's unheard of. Even in the world of tune-ups. Come on, 101? Please. Uh, Buster Douglas is only 37 to 1. Anyway, Derek Brunson is in the main event tonight against Edmund Shabazan. Of course, that's going to be a middleweight main event. Five rounds, five five-minute rounds. And the co-feature of women's flyweight, about 125 pounds. Joanne Calderwood taking on Jennifer, Jennifer Maya. As far as the rest of the cards concerned, I don't see too many names on there. Like I said, this will be on ESPN+. Plus. So if you got the app, it's probably the best deal as far as the apps are concerned right now. Five bucks, I think, is what I pay for it, and I get to watch boxing, ESPN boxing, and, of course, the UFC as well, most of their events. As far as the upcoming UFC uh, <coughs> schedules concerned, of course, the 15th, the UFC Heavyweight Championship going down the third time, the trilogy. God, do I want to see it again? It shouldn't have happened the second. It shouldn't be going on a third time. I mean, it shouldn't have. I mean, Stip Miocic, I thought, dominated Cormier in that second fight. I mean, what's the big, what's the big deal? Why do they want to go again? I guess because Cormier has only lost that one fight outside of the fact he got whipped on by John Jones once 
nah, nah, twice, but once was turned back, of course. But straight up, I got to tell you, Miocic, Cormier, not too, uh, not too up. You might, might have to give me some pay-per-view Viagra to spend 60 bucks or 80 bucks on that one. As far as the rest of the schedule, sir, guess who's coming back? Khabib, October 24th. Pretty scary, man. Of course, anytime this guy fights, it's, it's, it's an event because <clears throat> he's never lost. And he's, I don't think he's ever lost a round in the gym. That's, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. He's never lost a round in the gym. If you've never lost a round in the gym, even I lost rounds in the gym. Wink, wink. Um, you know, I mean, come on, man. People lose rounds in the gym. Ali lost. But not according to my, my sources. Khabib has never, ever lost a round. This is a guy that used to wrestle ti- uh, lions. Remember, there's that picture of him wrestling a lion or a tiger or something like that as far as on, on YouTube's concerned. And then evidently he went back like 10 years or 15 years later and saw the same bear. Oh, it was a bear. He was wrestling a bear. And he went back and he saw the same bear like 10 years later and sh- shook paws with the bear or something like that. But the bottom line is, I kid you not, Khabib has wrestled bears. But whether you want to say he's 24-0, 29-0, 35-0, 40-0, whatever it is, he's never lost. And Justin Gates, Justin Gates a nice kid. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Good record. I mean, you know, 24 fights, 22-2. and two. He's lost twice by knockout, so his chin's not going to be all that good. But with Khabib, it's not only the punching power. I mean, he hits harder than anybody at 155 because he doesn't weigh 155 when he fights. That's part of the scam. I kid you not. The guy weighs in at 155, and then, excuse me, they fight 24 to 36 hours later, and he's weighing what? 175? Do you think that's fair? Especially when these guys are laying on top of you. you In other words, you know, if it was just boxing, how can I put this? When I box a guy that's bigger than me, I'm 140 pounds, 130 junior pole, junior welterweight. When I box a guy that's bigger than me, I can feel it. Now, whether I'm better than him or whether I can move better than him or I can, I'm, that has nothing to do with it. You can feel the body mass, the fact that this guy is bigger than you. You can just feel it, okay? And you don't have to see it. You can feel it. So when you look at body mass and the fact that Khabib's weighing 175 pounds when he gets into the cage against these guys that are, you know, probably weighing about 155, 160, 162, somewhere around there. So, you know, I mean, you don't need to put on 1,000 pounds after a weigh-in. If you put on 1,000 pounds after a weigh-in, with the exception of Khabib and a couple other guys, it's, it's a detriment. But Khabib makes it work for him. And then, he, then, then not only does he get on top of people, but, he, but he's beating their butt as you're getting on top of them. You got this guy. In other words, you're fighting a 155-pounder, but he's weighing 175 pounds. That's wrong. They should weigh these guys before they get in the octagon or before they get in the ring. That's just the way it is. They did that in the amateurs. They used to weigh us like an hour and a half before. They used to make us starve, starve for these, 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 these smoker fights. We'd have these fights like at, um, at the Oakland Auditorium or at Miguel's Restaurant over there in Hayward or Sentinel Hall, somewhere like that. And, and they would make us, they would, they'd make us starve all day to weigh in at 5.30 because, you know, they didn't want to send an official earlier in the day to weigh us in, right? So we had to weigh in at 5.30 for a 6.30, 7 o'clock fight. That wasn't cool, especially when they made you cut weight in order to do it. But now you've got guys gaining 15 or 20 pounds, and, and they're not even, it's not even a blink of an eye. No, people don't even think twice about it. I mean, boxing, used to, boxing guys are gaining weight all the time. It isn't a new thing. But it needs to be neutralized right now because at one point in time, somebody's going to get smoked and smoked bad because of the fact there's a size disadvantage. So Khabib and Justin Gates, am I excited about that? 
poor Justin Gates. No, nah, you know, I mean, Justin's going to make some money. I hope he gets a big fat payday out of this one because anybody that fights Khabib, you know, you're not going to win. It's just not going to be. He, that's how that's how unbeatable Khabib is. Seriously, unbeatable as far as the world of mixed martial arts is concerned. As far as the rest of the UFC is concerned, oh, 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 I'm not all that excited. So when I say one, two, three, four, they've got like 12 fights scheduled for the rest of the year through October 24, 2020. You can check it out on their Wikipedia page. It's, it's pretty updated. they got a pretty good Wikipedia page as far as the UFC is concerned so you can figure out what's happening. Now, back to boxing. Of course, boxing rocking and rolling. I think boxing's if they were smart right now, this would be the perfect time to be putting the, on these events. I mean, you know, if you, if, even if you're going to do, like, bum fights, put on a guy that, that we really want to see, like Ryan Garcia. I mean, that's, I mean, let's be honest, the kid down there from Victorville, California. What is he, 21-0, 22-0? Of course, he wants to fight uh, all these guys at 135. Javante Davis, he wanted to fight. Davis. Now Davis is going to fight um, uh, Mr. Leo Santa Cruz, and that's really not... An easy fight because of the weight, 130 pounds. Now, back to boxing one more time. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, uh, what, do his kids, what do his kids think about his comeback? Well, they're not all that impressed with it. They think he's in great shape, but the bottom line is, you know, he's 52, 54 years old. <clears throat> Things happen when you get hit at that age. That's why it's so important to strike first when you're an old man. Like if you get into a little a tiff into a restaurant and some guy wants to, you know, bully you this and that, you got to get off first and you got to get off quick and you got to get off decisively and just put it down to that one shot. Nobody needs to be street and fight with anybody, okay? Mike Tyson can't afford a street fight with Roy Jones. He can't afford it to go. He just can't afford for this to go three or four rounds. I don't think he can. <clears throat> I think in order to make this invincible mark that he wants to make. I think that's what he wants. He wants to come back and make one invisible mark. And since the fight is an exhibition, there won't be any judges involved. What does that mean? Just what I said. It's a boxing exhibition. You know, wrestling matches, those are exhibitions. So this is an exhibition that will be sanctioned by the California State Athletic Commission as an exhibition, meaning no real fights, no judges. So what's going to happen? Roy Jones is probably going to get knocked out. You know, Roy doesn't, Roy doesn't take punches too well. We all know that. Roy's got that soft chin. Perfect foil for Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, the comeback beast, <clears throat> knocking out those guys like Trevor Burbick. I remember I was in line to watch him fight Trevor Burbick for the World Heavyweight Championship. I was in line. Stupid me. I played around. I thought I would slick. I went to town. I scalped some tickets that I had earlier because I made some big money on them, big money on these Tyson tickets. So I said to myself, well, you know, I'll get another ticket before the fight starts, right? Well, there were no more tickets. I finally got a ticket about five minutes before the bell rang, and I'm standing in line to go into the Las Vegas Hilton, and Mike Tyson knocks out Trevor Burbick. All these people are running outside the arena. There I am standing in line with my ticket. Yeah, not a smart move, Pedro, no doubt about that. But Mike Tyson back, of course, the fight will be in L.A., won't be in front of a, an audience. Of course, everything's not going to be in front of an audience for a long time. And, you know, I, I saw a baseball game the other day where they had all these fake fans or paper fans standing behind the, sitting behind the, uh, the home plate. I thought that was a little fake. That was a little bit too much. A little bit too much. I mean, we know there's not people there. You don't need to put fake people up there. Anthony Joshua, the world heavyweight champion in the minds of the people in the U.K., at least the people that don't believe in Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury being the world linear champion, undefeated, of course, Joshua, with that one loss to Andy Louise. Andy Louise, excuse me, what I call him? Andy Louise? <coughs> excuse me, Andy Louise. I'm talking about Andy Ruiz. And now Andy Ruiz, of course, asking for praise, said he's joined the Canelo camp. 
He's going to be a proud Mexican warrior. Man, what about this? I mean, didn't I just look at some pictures of you, like, snorting cocaine before the Joshua fight? I mean, actually, there was a video of you and some white powder on the table in front of you. Remember that? So, I mean, the implication was, blood, I'm snorting cocaine. I'm Andy Garza. I'm Andy Ruiz. I'm the champion of the world. I'm snorting cocaine. I'm going to fight in a month and a half. So what? Yeah, that's the way you took it. And then you went to camp 317 pounds. So when you came in at 283, 283 pounds, it was no shock. It was no surprise. The only problem was I couldn't get down a bet on Joshua fast enough. And then Joshua, of course, being the soft chin guy that he is, he brought that chin to, to Andy Ruiz last time. That's the difference in the second fight. He never brought him the chin. He never put the chin in, in the danger zone. As far as future fights are concerned, of course, Tyson Fury is not that big of a puncher, but he punches directly and he punches hard. Okay, as far as he and Joshua is concerned, not going to draw the 90,000 people because you're not going to be able to put 90,000 people in an arena. So how are they going to divvy up the money? It's going to be about the pay-per-view split. It's going to be all about the pay-per-view split. That's how fights are going to be judged from now on as far as paydays are concerned. And maybe, you know, guy, maybe guys should get a guarantee, get themselves a guarantee, and they cut of the pay-per-view. I think that's what Jorge Masvidal finally did with that six-day deal we did with the UFC. Of course, Dana White was in trouble. <clears throat> he didn't have an opponent. Masvidal came in at the last minute, lost 23 pounds in six days, and then went five rounds with Usman. Oh, Lord. I mean, that was... That was Yikes, that was, in, I, 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 I didn't think it was going to happen. I really didn't think it was. I thought something was going to happen along the way and the fight would never ever take place. But there you go, Jorge Masvidal, not only putting up a credible fight, but going five five-minute rounds after flying into Dubai at the last minute and losing 23 pounds, I guess on the plane as well, in the last five or six days. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The way that you talk. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case. 
file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-That's 800-709-4409. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Later today on The Zone, Sam Eddington and Ted Cheeseman hooking it up at Super Wealthy against 154 pounds. August 1st, of course, Showtime, Stephen Fulton versus Angelo Leo for the WBO 122-pound title given up by uh, Emmanuel Navarrete Martinez. Why he gave up that title and went to 126 when there was business at 122 sort of baffles me. Of course, coming up on the 7th, The Zone's coming back. And if you've got The Zone and you've been paying for this each month and not getting any live fights, maybe they should give you some type of refund. At least I'm expecting one. Anyway, Chris Smith is going to take on Nathan Thorley. That's a cruiserweight battle. The 11th, the, uh, the ESPN Plus, Joanne Carroll, Joan O'Carroll taking on Maxie Hughes, of course. The 14th coming back. Good fight cards on Telemundo. And I never understood why Telemundo didn't run that that second audio, audio program, SAP, in English. They could lure so many more people in. I mean, I suggested this to them like 25, 30 years ago, and they said to me, no, no, no. I kept saying to myself, this is the perfect gig for me. They wouldn't give it to me. Anyway, Telemundo, Ricardo, Hindu, Espinosa taking on Brando Valdez, a super bantamweight bout on the 14th. Of course, the Zone coming back on the 14th as well. ESPN coming back on the 15th with Carl Frampton versus Baham Verderan. And speaking of a guy that's a rough, rough customer, I'm talking about the former bantamweight, the former the guy that knocked out Chocolito, did he knock out Chocolito like once or twice? Anyway, bad, bad dude, no doubt about that. I mean, we're talking about ee, the guy from Thailand. I mean, he's just he's just a monster. He's got a thousand different names. We'll call him Wesika Wangak, but he's called Sasakal as well. He's got then he's Sasakal Boy Jim. He's got all kinds of different nicknames. Bottom line is, bottom line is, he was a winner last night, beating an old man up over there in the. Uh, People's Republic, I take that back, in China, in Thailand. So this has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, you're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. We come back with a Sunday edition, Sunday 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, will be in the house. We'll have some boxing news, some MMA news. I'll dig up some other interviews as well. Straight up, tomorrow, Sunday, the two-hour edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide comes to you on Twitch.tv, Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and of course, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211. So until next time, Till next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, oh God, keep your butt off the canvas of life. Thank you so much for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Wait.